Joe podcast on this Thursday, February the 24th. And my friends, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you the fullness of God's joy today. Thanks for being present today and uh, opening up God's word with me. Gosh, on this beautiful morning, it is uh, it is snowing here in the Kiel New Holstein School Hill area, and so I hope wherever you are, you're able to to grasp and open yourself to the to the beauties that this day invites for us. So, my friends, we're going to be a little quicker today. We are going to follow sequentially. Uh, we're going to pick up exactly where we left off yesterday. Um, uh, and so we're going to stay in Mark chapter 9. In fact, we're going to finish Mark chapter 9 today. So for those following along at home, we're going to go Mark chapter 9, verses 41 to 50. Uh, 41 to 50. So let's break open God's word together today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink... Because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose their reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for them if a great millstone were put around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt becomes insipid, with what will you restore its flavor? Keep salt in yourselves and you will have peace with one another. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Gosh, there is so much in here. But again, I promise to keep it quick today. Um, So let's do a couple of things. First of all, Jesus uses the term Gehenna here. So in a sense, what he's, he's inviting people to do is think of that image, that idea of being without God. Because remember, brothers and sisters, that's what hell is. Hell Uh, is that separation from God. Now, we project that onto an eternal thing, and and certainly that is uh, one aspect. But it is also an aspect, brothers and sisters, that we know of in this life as well. Uh, We know very well uh, that uh, there are times and places in our lives in this world where hell is very much a reality, right? Because we are separated from the life and the love, the joy and the grace of God. And, and those spaces, those abusive, violent, um, death-giving spaces are literal places of hell. And so what Jesus uses is Gehenna was the name for the city dump, actually, right outside of Jerusalem on one of the hills where all the refuse went. And of course, as 
you know, places of refuse often have, there are fires that often burn that are not quenched, and the worm dies not because it's always intermingling with the refuse. And so it's a very visual image of that place of death, that place of violence, that place of decay, right? And he says, and, and, and literally, Jesus is saying, my friends, is this what we choose? Is this where we want to live? Because, brothers and sisters, when we choose sin, now sin is a word we attach a lot of things to, but when we choose a life apart from God, because that's what sin is, when we choose ourselves, when we choose whatever else it is in our lives or around our lives that does not include the spirit and life and goodness and grace of God within it, we choose Gehenna. We choose hell. We choose a life apart from God. And, and Jesus says, we need to take that very seriously. We call that, brothers and sisters, sin. Any time our, our thoughts, our attitudes, our practices, our agendas, our ideas, our visions, our hopes, our language, whatever it is, brothers and sisters, it is either moving us closer to the kingdom of God and its reality here on earth, or it's moving us further away from the kingdom of God and its reality here on earth. And Jesus says, we need to be women and men of wisdom, of courage, of, of uh, prudence, of, of reality that are willing to look within our lives and, and say, are, are these actions and attitudes and practices and words and relationships and, and uh, careers or whatever it is, are these bringing me closer or are they bringing me further away? I mean, it's as simple as that. My friends, we know this, and I'll, and I'll stop with this, because you know. I mean, you know, we all know. Jesus is not giving us literal images here to say, hey, do you want to cut off your, your foot here today? Or do you want to cut off your hand today? Or do you want to pluck out an eye today? How many of us have gone around into our churches or into our communities and seen, you know, one-eyed people walking around with patches over their eye or, or people with, with one foot gone, you know? That, so Jesus clearly isn't asking us to literally do that. But what he is doing is saying, hey, hey, just as, as attached to you, are these ideas of yourself? Or just as attached to you are these images of, of who I am? Or these images of who you are? Or these images uh, and ideas of, of what you're going to be or what you're going to do or whatever it is? And he says, if they are not bringing you closer to me and closer to the kingdom of God, then brothers and sisters, cut it out. And yeah, some of those images of who we are and who we think we are, and what's important to us, <clears throat> and relationships, and practices, and attitudes, they go pretty deep, and those roots go deep. But he's saying, better to take them out now than, than cause those roots to separate us, both now and in eternity, from God's life and love and presence. We choose it, brothers and sisters. We choose it. We're choosing it today. Do we choose to allow those things to grow with us? 
or do we have the courage and the strength, because it takes both, to cut them out of our lives? I want to talk about the salt image real quick as well, because I really love it. It's so good. And the idea is this. Um, brothers and sisters, how many of us have just, you know, at one time in our life, we don't do it a lot. I think I only did it once or twice, didn't need to do it more. But like just tasted some salt, you know, not a spoonful of it. Oh, good Lord Almighty, we might just like fall over. But, you know, put a little bit in your hand and tasted it. It tastes, for lack of a better word, salty, right? It, it tastes bitter. Um, so what is it that salt does? The beauty of salt, my friends, and you know this. I'm, I'm no chef. You know it better than I do, I'm sure. Salt brings out the flavor that is already present in the food. And whatever it is we're eating, salt is what brings it out and, and brings it to its fullness. That's our mission and goal. You and I are salt. We are salt in the world. Certainly Matthew takes this image and he puts it in his Sermon on the Mountain. He does, you know, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. But this is Mark's image. He's saying, listen, you're salt and salt's good. Keep salt in yourselves because if it loses its flavor, if it becomes insipid, gosh darn it, you're not good for anything. And he's saying what our mission and ministry is, brothers and sisters, is to be with those around us. That's our mission and ministry field. Awesome. And how do we bring that flavor, that life, that joy, that creativity that God placed in these people and in this creation and in these events and bring it out to its best? Because that, my friends, is when we are living the gospel well. When others become the fullness of who they are, when we have assisted them uh, in the Spirit, in God's grace, and they have to say yes to it, but when we work with them, to bring out the full flavor and aroma of who they are. Brothers and sisters, that's a good day. And that's what we are invited to do. Last thing today, I've got to bring up my little tidbit of wisdom from James. Because gosh, James is just so good and I'm just going to read it. And it's going to make perfect sense to you. Because that's what James is. James is a pragmatic letter. My goodness. Um, you know, it's that's just a good word for it. It's just practical and pragmatic. So here it is, James chapter 5, our bit of wisdom from James for the day. Come now, you rich. Now that's all of us, brothers and sisters. We have to know he's speaking to us. Come now, you rich. Weep and wail over your impending miseries. Your wealth has rotted away. Your clothes have become moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded. And that corrosion will be a testimony against you. You have stored up treasure for the last days. Behold, the wages you held, withheld from the workers who harvested your fields are crying aloud. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. Brothers and sisters, I've said this before, and it's not my saying. It's, uh, it's, it's somebody far more wise than I. Our lives are not about ourselves. When we store up things for ourselves, we, we automatically hurt the larger community. And if we as Catholics are about anything, we are about the common good. We are about all of us together. Because when one falls, we all fall. We walk together in this life and in this world. And that's what James is saying. When we make our wealth about us, it, it, we can't use it all. It corrupts, of course. 
it 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 corrodes and uh and the cries of those with whom we could have distributed and helped and shared and built their life as well they have reached the ears of the lord of hosts and that uh, is a testimony against us some sobering words today sobering words let's bring it all to prayer and so we begin of course in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen the fourth luminous mystery the transfiguration our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you and be well on this Thursday. I wish you every grace today and God's peace.